Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Anger. Why do we get angry and how do we keep ourselves from being angry so that we can live happy lives? As a child, I grew up in Iowa and every summer we could expect one thing to happen. As the summer progressed, the mosquitoes would start coming out. And as the summer grew longer, there'd be more and more mosquitoes. And what you'd do is a couple things. First, what we'd have to do is protect ourselves from the mosquitoes. we put bug spray on and we may start a fire because they usually came out in the evening. And then if they bit you, you would just wipe them away. And the key was not to scratch it, but to just leave it alone. And after a while, the itching would go away. If you scratched it, it got worse. But every summer, we knew they were coming. And we didn't get upset, we didn't get angry over it, unless, of course, there was something wrong with us. We just dealt with it, because life has mosquitoes in the summer in Iowa. I never saw this, but I'm sure it could have happened, where people would get really angry over having mosquitoes and saying, why are the mosquitoes, why are they here, this is wrong, and have their day or their life or their summer ruined because of mosquitoes. I mean, that sounds very silly, and I never saw that. But that's what we do with our anger. We, metaphorically, let other things which happen in life, like mosquitoes, upset us, get us angry, and sometimes even ruin our lives. Let's explore this together and figure out how to not let our anger destroy us. First, let's explore why do we get angry? Why do we let situations get us upset? The first thing is that we do is we assume that the other person or the event is doing something to us. We don't get angry at mosquitoes because that's just part of life. We get angry at other people or events because we assume they are doing something to us. It'd be like assuming the mosquitoes were trying to bite us and hurt us and we wanted to get them back and we let them ruin our day because they were hurting us. But we really do the same thing with people. We assume that they are doing something to us and we get angry at them. Let's use a simple example. We're driving our car and someone cuts us off and honks at us and drives crazy so we get really angry back at them. But that's like the mosquito biting us. We don't know why that person got really upset. They may have just lost their job. They may have just gotten in a fight with their loved one. They may be rushing to the hospital because they're sick. They may be extremely stressed. There's lots of reasons why Other people do what they do, and rarely does it have anything to do with us. Rarely. But what we do is we assume that they are wrong, we're in the right, and now we have a right to be angry at them. But by doing that, we are giving them power over us. We're letting them, with our thoughts, be unhappy, be angry. And we don't have to do that. When we're out camping and mosquitoes bite us, we don't get angry at them. That's just part of life. If we're driving our car and people cut us off, to be honest, that's just part of driving. That's what happens. Sometimes people do things that are inappropriate, so we get angry. But that's because we're giving them volition, saying that they have power what they're doing, and they're doing it to us. They're doing us to hurt us. It's like the mosquitoes biting us to get us. And that, if you really think about it, is kind of silly. Rarely, and we're going to go into this more in depth, but rarely do people do stuff to hurt us. They may do things that hurt us, but it's not to hurt us. It's more the domino effect. They're upset about something. They're lashing out at the world, and we get in the way. 
Now when this happens, we have a choice. Do we keep that domino going? Do we take on their anger and pass it on back to them and other people? Or do we say in our mind, this probably has nothing to do with me. I'm going to let it go and just live my life well. See, our minds create stories that this is wrong. They shouldn't do that. I need to get back at them. And thus, wars and feuds and all kinds of things go on and on. Hatreds go on and on and on and on for decades sometimes, sometimes for centuries. So what we need to do is first we need to see that mostly when people do things to us, it's so much like those mosquitoes. It's just we were in the wrong place at the wrong time and had nothing to do with us. And if we live long enough, we're going to sometimes get bit by mosquitoes. It's inevitable. But what we can do is with our mind, not create a story and saying they did something wrong, they hurt us, and now we need to either hurt them back or hurt other people. Because that's how that biting keeps going on and on and on. We don't have to participate in that. All we have to do is say, oh, that's too bad that happened. I wish that hadn't happened. I'm going to do things to stop it from happening. Like I may get up and leave right now. I may just walk away from the situations. There's things we can do to stop it most of the time. But what we mostly have to do is not engage with it with our minds and saying this isn't right. This is wrong. Sometimes we get bit by mosquitoes. Sometimes we do deal with angry people who do things wrong and we are the recipient of it. But we don't have to engage with it unless we let our minds do that. And how we let our minds do that is by saying, this shouldn't have happened. This is wrong. I mean, there is truth in that. But the truth is, yes, it shouldn't have happened. So the way to stop it is by not keeping it going. Perhaps we need to talk to them and say, hey, do you know you actually made me upset or what you did was wrong? It's like putting the bug spray on. We can do things to protect ourselves. Many things. But that's all we do. We do things to protect ourselves. We don't keep participating in the anger of the world. If we do, we won't be happy. And I have a little test to prove that. I want you to find or think about the person that you know is the meanest person you've ever met in your life. I mean, really think about someone you personally know, maybe someone you grew up with or someone you know now, who's just a mean, nasty person. And if someone hurts them, they're going to hurt that person back tenfold. And then ask yourself, how happy are they? How happy are they? I've worked with and met people like that. They are miserable people. Their lives are putrid. And we don't want to have miserable, putrid lives, of course. We want to be happy. That's why we're listening to this podcast. So if we take our anger when we are hurt and lash out at other people, what we'll find is that will not lead to the path of happiness. That will lead to the path of sadness, of unhappiness. And we don't have to do that. Yes, we are going to face times where people do things wrong. And sometimes it's even a little justified. What I mean is sometimes we do things to make people upset. We're late. We accidentally push them. We say things that hurt their feelings that we didn't mean to. And so when they call us on it, when they are perhaps upset with us, the great thing we can do is we can apologize and say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I'll try not to do that again. We can, of course, engage with people in a very loving way. But the deepest, most important thing that we have to do is we have to stop saying, this shouldn't be happening. 
we have to stop saying, this is wrong and I have a right to be upset about it. Yes, we have a right to be upset, but not ongoing. We just deal with it. The mosquito bite, when it bites me, is going to hurt for about five to 10 minutes and then it's going to pass and it's going to be completely gone. But if I scratch that mosquito bite, it can stay for days, a very long time. And it's like that with anger. Yes, that person just cut me off and I am upset. So you take a couple of deep breaths, maybe you squeeze the wheel real tightly, and then you let it go. You're done with it, and you go back to driving your car. You got in a fight with someone that you love, maybe your loved one, your spouse, and you know, it's over. You hug them, you let it go, and you move on. You just move on with life. It's our minds that keep us angry and keep us pinged there because we say, this is wrong, this shouldn't be happening, and we want justice. Or our minds want to make sense of it. It shouldn't happen. Why did they do that? But what we're doing is we're just staying stuck. And what we have to do is say, okay, this happened. What can I do to protect myself? If I have a boss that periodically comes yells at me, do I need to consider quitting this job? If I'm in a relationship and the person is abusive sometimes, do I need to think about leaving? But mostly what we need to do is proactively say, what can I do? And then live life. Live life well. What we tend to do, or what we can do when we stay stuck, is we just keep thinking about it, and thinking about it, and thinking about it, and thus we stay stuck. It's like scratching that itch over and over again. If we see it as, life involves circumstances that will cause me to be upset, deal with it, and then move on. Just address it, and then move on. Our minds keep it going. We don't have to. Yes, sometimes some things happen to us that are really bad. And of course, we need to deal with it. We may have to call the police. We may have to go to court. But then just deal with it when it happens. Most of the time, we're just out in nature enjoying ourselves. There may be a thousand mosquitoes. I was once camping. There were so many mosquitoes. I had to run to my tent and dive in there so they wouldn't all follow me. But I really enjoyed my time camping. It's like that. Sometimes life is just hard. But there still are beautiful things we can enjoy and be with. If we do that, we'll have beautiful lives. If we let our minds create stories about this shouldn't be happening, these angry people, these mosquitoes shouldn't be biting me, we will stay stuck for a very long time until we realize life has mosquitoes. Sometimes we get bit. Let's just live our lives well and enjoy the beauty that God's given us. Happiness is always ours if we live well right now and keep our minds in the present. Thank you for joining me on this week's Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding? While other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace. Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in, or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. 
This is the focus of my podcast, and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment, investment in training employees how to perform well. But sustained growth and productivity require specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling and coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company True lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.